0: Friday, March 24th, 2016 here on the Patriots V Podcast. On this episode, we're going to be going over all the updates on the Malcolm Butler situation, looking around the rest of the NFL and checking out their news, as well as setting you guys up for our NFL draft previews coming up all through the rest of the month of March and the rest of the month of April. All that and more on this episode of the Patriots V Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Patriots Beat Podcast. I am your host, Harris Rubenstein. Go find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash CLNS fans. Go find us on Twitter at Patriots underscore beat and at CLNS radio. And go find me on Twitter at CLNS underscore sports teen, soon to be just sports teen. So, Kind of a shorter show for you guys this week. Uh, it's actually been a pr- oh, pretty slow, really slow uh, week so far for news all over the NFL. Uh, it's kind of just waiting to see, um, just you know, kind of waiting to see how the rest of uh, everything plays out. And then we will also obviously have the NFL draft coming up in a couple of months, or excuse me, a couple of weeks now. So... We'll be spending the next month or so uh, prepping you guys, going through individual draft groups that we think the Patriots will be looking to draft. Uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of this stuff under the assumption they do end up tra- trading for the 11th pick, simply because it's going to be more fun that way. Obviously, we're going to be giving you uh, possibilities of them when they're drafting at pick 76 or 97, but... I think it's kind of fun to plan out who the Patriots might take at 11 just because they. It, I, I believe it has a better than 50% chance of happening. I think the number 11 pick is really exciting. The last time the Patriots had a pick that high, they drafted Gerard Mayo. So clearly when they, when they have that pick, they use it to their advantage. So I'm very excited to see what the Patriots would do if they get that pick. But no guest uh, this week for this week's show. Like I said, pretty slow show. And we'll be back on the guest train with the positional groups again for the draft coming up uh, on Tuesday. So be on the lookout for that. But for now, let's go over the different news and updates that has been going on so far uh, over the past couple weeks since our last show. So one of the things that keeps popping up on my news feed, and I want to put this to bed – Right now, the Patriots are reportedly rumored, or excuse me, the NFL executives are reportedly rumored to say that they are all almost convinced that Darrell Rivas is going to sign with the Patriots. Mm -hmm. No, no, no thank you, no. Stay away. <laughs> like, I I don't understand why the Patriots would ever go near Duval Rivas right now. He's so old. He, he was so bad last year. They, you know, they, they saw it firsthand with Malcolm Mitchell destroying him. He's 32 years old. He clearly doesn't care. He's out of shape. He's out of his mind. I want nothing to do with Duval Rivas. And to be totally honest, I think it would be more valuable to excuse me it'd honestly be more valuable to just draft a new corner than have to pay however much ridiculous amount of money it would be to sign Terrell Rivas and have him what play slot corner cuz he's not going to play outside corner simply because they already have Rowe and obviously now Stefan Gilmore on the outside both of which who are clearly better than Darrell Rivas. So if he wants to come and play, I don't know, slot corner, maybe try out safety, then maybe she can or he can come play for the Patriots. But for now, I just don't see how this. I, I, I just don't see how it would work out well. I just don't see how or why any NFL team right now wants to go near Darrell Revis. I mean, what what do you gain out of signing Darrell Revis outside of a big problem? I mean, he's not he's not that good. He's not that, you know, he's he's not really worth the trouble anymore. So, I mean, I'll put it this way, if they bring back Malcolm Butler and they don't end up trading him, a a a cornerback core of Gilmore, Butler, Rowe, Jones-Coleman-Rivas is pretty ridiculous. I'll admit it. However, and having Darrell Rivas as your number three corner or your number four uh, your number four corner, excuse me, would be insane. But it just also comes down to the fact that I don't really know if Darrell Rivas wants to play number four corner for the Patriots. I mean, where are his priorities at? Are his priorities towards money? Are his priorities towards winning? Are his priorities towards legacy? Are his priorities towards you know, one or two more years before retiring. We don't really know what his angle is here. So I think it's difficult to kind of difficult to measure exactly what Darrell Revis wants out of this situation. If Darrell Revis doesn't want to play for the Patriots, then Darrell Revis is not going to play for the Patriots. That's what it comes down to. I know that's like a silly duh thing to say, but – you know, the, 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 if he goes to the Patriots, it'll fit a very specific role for him for the end of his career. It's called, okay, you're going to come in for like two more years, probably get paid no money whatsoever, and try to win another championship. I don't know if championships are the most important thing to Darrell Rivas. If they're not, he can't play here. Simple as that. He He, he can't. This is a this is a team where you have to come in wanting to win a championship. If he doesn't want to win a championship, then he has no place on this team. I I I just I don't know. I, I find it hard to believe um I find it hard to believe that the Patriots will actually sign Terrell Rivas. But on a more happier note, more happier, terrible English, on a happier note, happy national puppy day. To all you people out there with dogs, please send me pictures of your dogs on Twitter uh, at CLNS underscore sports team. I love dogs. I love seeing dogs. I will one day have a dog, and I cannot wait for that day to come because I myself am a pretty massive human sized dog. So I love dogs. Happy uh, National Puppy Day to all the people out there who have cute little puppies. But with that, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to discuss the recent updates of the Malcolm Butler news, as well as setting you guys up for our next couple of NFL draft preview shows. So all that and more when we return on the Patriots Beat Podcast. Hey guys, it's time to talk to you about the boatload of money you can make this week betting at mybookie.ag. If you haven't checked them out, this is the perfect time to get into action because the madness of March is here. Lay down some money and score big on college hoops. Join me and thousands of online players and start betting at mybookie.ag. Are you sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? Come join my bookie today. I would only recommend a service that's been so good to me and my listeners. That's why I urge you to make your way to my bookie. You win. They pay fast without any hassles. You're wasting your time betting anywhere else. They even have in-game live betting so you can place a bet after tip-off. That's right. If you join with $100, you'll get an extra $50 bankroll to play with with their new feature of with their matching your first deposit with a $50 per cent bonus use my promo code pats 50 to activate the offer visit my Boogie today or call 844-900-BETS play win and get paid Welcome back into Patriots beat guys. Well, I just wanted to also take the time to acknowledge the other incredible podcasts we do have on the CLNS network. Uh, the Red Sox, uh, the, excuse me, the Red Sox beat is about to really kick up with the opening day right around the corner. So go check them out. They do a great job. I uh, love the Red Sox team been big fans of them. they were actually the first podcast I listened to before I came on the network way, way, way back when I believe my God, I think I've been on CLNS since my freshman year of college now. But uh no, go listen to Red Sox, guys. The Bruins beat guys are cranking out content as well. So are the Celtics beat guys. Obviously, Larry's doing his thing. Big, 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 big-time seasons and postseasons coming up for each individual team. So please remember to go check out the rest of the lovely CLNS radio programming that we have to offer. But moving away from that... Uh, Let's talk about the updates in the Malcolm Butler situation. There aren't many, but there are enough definitely to at least talk about it. Well, well, actually, first things first. One thing I did want to uh, say before we get into that. One of the uh, – I'm a huge baseball fan, uh, big-time baseball fan, uh, big-time football fan, big-time basketball fan, just big sports fan. I am currently in Los Angeles, for those of you who don't know. Moved out here a couple months ago. I recently attended, well, recently, as of yesterday, which was Wednesday night, I attended the World Baseball Classic Final. I had an amazing time. What an outstanding sporting event. What an outstanding atmosphere. What a great game. It uh, was really fun to see the USA win. The USA players were a little less jazz than I recognize, but I think the the energy in the stadium when Brandon Crawford got that two RBI single with the bases loaded to make it, I believe, 6 nothing or 4 nothing. I'm not sure what it was, it was outrageous it was it was a great atmosphere people were on their feet chanting cheering it was a real sense of uh, nationalism it was it was really cool i i really loved the whole experience so in four years time or two years time whenever they decide to bring the world baseball classic back i really do suggest that if you have the opportunity to go to a game with the usa in it go to that game it was a great time and uh yeah, you know, very excited for baseball season. So moving on to the Malcolm Bowler situation, I you know we're going back and forth between sports. So the Malcolm Butler situation has been evolving pretty rapidly almost this entire offseason. Obviously, we started with him being like, oh, obviously, they're going to slap a tender on him, and he'll sign it, and then maybe they'll give him a deal. And then they gave $40 million guaranteed to Stefan Gilmore. That pissed off Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler was like, hey, what the heck? Why did you give him all this money? And then... Obviously, from there, we're now here where he's talking to the Saints. He's talking to um, words, sorry. Yeah, he's talking to the Saints. They're talking about contracts. They're talking about trading him in the 11th pick and blah, 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 blah. All this, that, these, and those. Uh, At this point, the update on the Malcabala situation is we have no actual stupid clue what the heck is going on with Malcolm Butler? We have no idea if he's getting traded. We have no idea if he's going to sign his tender. We have no idea if he's going to get an offer sheet from the Saints. We really have no idea at this point. It's all completely up in the air. I don't need an expert. I don't need an expert to call in and tell you guys that. There is no, This situation is so unbelievably fluid that nothing might happen. This, this all could just be, you know, Aligning and just you know trying to get more money out of whoever and lying and stealing and blah blah, blah. like who cares it this situation is not going to resolve itself very soon I don't think if this situation is resolved by the time the draft comes around I will be personally stunned I I, I really do think it's it's far and away the most complicated situation that the Patriots have had to deal with from the from the uh, target of free agency and players. I think this is one of the biggest uh, mishaps the Patriots have had in recent years, simply because the situation just wasn't handled very well. There was very clearly a lack of communication on the Patriots' side of things to Butler's camp. There was very clearly a, a very poor representation of what Malcolm Butler wanted from Malcolm Butler's camp until finally... The, you know, the the dam broke with the Gilmore signing and Malcolm Butler's people were pissed. So they went to the Saints. And, you know, I, I think obviously the Patriots are a little more liable in this simply because it's their team. They were the ones who gave out the money to Stephon Gilmore and kind of put Malcolm Butler in this situation. Now, I, I really think they've done him dirty. I mean, the, 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 this is a guy that's helped you win two Super Bowls, got the game winning interception in one of them. And then the second one was really, really good. I only think he had a couple balls caught against him in that Super Bowl. So we'll see if – excuse me. We will see what happens to uh, to this whole Malcolm Butler situation. If you ask me if I had money and I was a betting man and I had to bet what the Patriots were going to do with Malcolm Butler, I'd bet – that Malcolm Butler is going to sign his tender. He's going to get an offer sheet from the Saints. He's going to sign that offer sheet, and the Patriots are going to let him go for the 11th overall pick. I don't think Malcolm Butler is going to be on the team next season. I think we are too far gone. I think there was an air of disrespect between both, uh, just, just in general. I think there was too, there's too, There were too many moving parts and I think the Patriots really did him dirty. I think they went behind his back, signed a corner, gave that corner money that Malcolm Butler thought he was gonna get, and then one thing led to another, and all of a sudden he wants to leave. And I don't blame him. You know, if if I were him, I would not want to play anymore. Or no, it's not playing anymore. I would not want to play for the Patriots anymore. I I, I think that that is a level of disrespect that I, I think is It's not so much typical of the Patriots, but it is stereotypical of what we know they can do. Uh, I say that in the point of, They don't always do it to players. However, the views around the league of the team and how the franchise does things, this is very stereotypical of how they do things. Whether it's the whole concept of getting rid of a player one year early rather than one year too late, or not giving any credence at all to how long a player has been doing things for your team, I think that this Patriots team has handled the situation poorly, um, but at the end of the day, might get rewarded for it because. As great as Malcolm Butler is, I would be okay getting rid of him and drafting someone at eleven, and almost to the point where I'd prefer that they get rid of him and draft someone at eleven. Also, because I'm a big draft guy, but I also think it'd be a lot of fun to give him the eleventh overall pick. So, that's your updates on the Malcolm Butler situation. He released, excuse me, he released some or. Posted some dumb Instagram that people freaked out over and people were liking it and I didn't really care. So another big thing, uh, Donald Trump or President Trump, whatever, has officially uh, announced that he will be inviting – he will be inviting the New England Patriots to the White House on I want to say April twenty. 1st, I believe, is April 19th. Excuse me. I was two days off. So April 19th, the pages will be visiting the White House. Obviously, there are a lot of players that are not attending the White House, uh, whether it's because of Trump, whether it's just because they don't want to go. I have no comment on it. If they don't want to go, they don't have to go. I really don't care. It really doesn't mean anything to me. They don't want to go. I understand why. Have fun. Goodbye. Like, it just it, it doesn't really matter. Like it's not gonna the, the, the world will not stop because Martellus Bennett's not going to the White House. Good for him for making a decision. You know, I totally support his decision. If he doesn't want to go, whatever. But it I think to the most part, it, it shouldn't really matter too much. So that's gonna be it for me for now. Actually, no, we're gonna we're gonna take another quick break when we come back, then I'm going to break down all of the previews that we're going to have for the NFL draft for you guys coming up again, we are going to be doing this as if the Patriots are trading for the 11th overall pick. So just be prepared for that. So we're going to take our second break and we'll be right back. Not all ingredients are created equal fresh, high quality ingredients make a real difference. So it's important to know where your food comes from. I know that me personally, when I was living in a college dorm, I used blue apron in order to get my fresh ingredients so that me and my roommate Jack could Cook up some nice meals, maybe some fresh steaks, maybe some good chili, some quality stuff. And it's also a very fun holiday gift. So maybe for a nice Valentine's Day gift or a nice birthday gift coming up. I would give it to, I wouldn't give it to a girlfriend. Obviously, Blue Apron would be a little rough, but give it to a family member. Maybe they can get some high quality ingredients in their life. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre portioned ingredients to make delicious home cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family run farms, fisheries. And ranchers, whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. So check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping. Go to blueapron.com slash patriots. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash patriots, Blue Apron. A better way to cook. Alright, team, welcome back into Patriots Beat. Quick little update before we get out of here for the day. Like I said, really short show this week. Uh, not a lot going on. Not a lot to talk about. However, uh it did just come out that the Patriots did not offer any new rule changes. Um. So yay. Good for the Patriots. No rule changes to the competition committee this year. So uh, like I said. Uh, the, uh, our plan for the next couple of months goes a little something like this. Uh, next week we will be, or excuse me, on Monday, I should say, because we're obviously going to go Monday, uh, and then Fridays. So, or Tuesdays and Fridays. So Tuesday, we are going to launch. Start launching our NFL draft positional previews and starting with my favorite position, the defensive end position. We're going to be welcoming a lot of NFL 1000 guys and a lot of the people who I deem worthy. To help us break down defensive ends. We're going to do defensive ends. Then we're going to do defensive tackles. Then we're going to do cornerbacks. Then we're going to do linebackers. And then we're going to do wide receivers. So, Excuse me, tight ends. are not wide receivers. They're not contract wide receiver. So that's going to be kind of the way we do things uh, over the next couple of shows. We're going to be bringing on different experts from all over. We're going to do a little national stuff with some national guys. We're going to do uh, strictly positional stuff. And then finally, the last week of April... Um, the we are going to do a full scale CLNS mock draft. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. Please be there. Please just you know. Please listen. Please enjoy. Uh, We're we'll putting a lot of work into it. Also, please uh, chat sports. Is now uh, not a partner of mine, but I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff for their uh, Patriots team. So please go give me a, uh, uh, please go give everything I do a watch. Obviously, going to be repping the CLNS radio uh, team name. So please go check it out. And, uh, do enjoy my random spots on their stuff. So that's going to be it for me today. Like I said, really short show, but not a lot going on. We'll be back next week with all of our, with our beginning of our positional reviews with defensive ends. So we'll take one more break and then we'll close it out for you guys.
1: What's going on, Pats Nation? This is Marvin Zahn of CLNS Radio, and I'm here to tell you right now to check out the CLNS Radio New England Patriots post game show hosted by myself and my co host, Mr. Mike Nice, and live on CLNSradio.com immediately after every single Pats game. Call in at 929 929- 929. 477 2386, toll free to get your voice heard and contribute to the host breakdown and analysis of the latest Patriots contest. We also got the stars and sorries of the day, Twitter polls for the play of the game, and everything else that is going on with the four time Super Bowl champions. Subscribe to the CLNS Radio New England Patriots post game show on iTunes and Stitcher and the best way. Download the free CLNS Radio mobile app for on-demand listening anytime, anyplace, anywhere.
0: All right, team, that's going to do it for this week's page of the podcast. Please remember to give us a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. Go find me on Twitter at CLNS underscore sports team and shoot me a couple messages. Maybe we'll talk a little Patriots football. Maybe we'll talk a little Red Sox baseball. Remember to go check out the Red Sox beat over on clnsradio.com as well as the Bruins and the Celtics. They are putting out some excellent content and I know you guys want all the Boston sports you guys can handle. Next week, we'll be back with defensive ends and we'll be back with a specific expert who I will not mention now, but I'm very excited to bring them on. But that is it for me. Thank you to Joshua Morrison, Hi209 for the music. Thank you to Mike, Larry, and Nick as always. Have a great weekend, everyone, and we will see you on Two.